Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the everyday golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we check in on the WGC event at the concession, discuss a recent round at the Presidio, and more. Stay tuned after the break. All right, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again on the Sandy Pars Podcast. I'm once again joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Welcome back. Excited to get into it. Um, we got Second a time in a week. I know. Multi- multiple uh, pods this week. It's been really, it's a big news week. I mean, um, you know, as the biggest news uh, of this week was definitely Tiger Woods' accident in Los Angeles. Um we already covered what happened and what we knew, you know, back on Wednesday. But I, um, it's from what I've heard so far, it's been all good news, and, and that's in terms of him, his successful surgeries, and that there was no foul play. They believe um, in the accident. Uh, there was, you know, it seems like they have ruled out, you know, the the worst case scenario that he was somehow impaired. Impaired, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, from everything that's gone down, seems we're we're in a good spot with that, right? Tigers mm-hmm. in recovery. We we obviously kind of touched on all this Wednesday. Um, we, we know that's going to be a long road, but mm-hmm. uh, no foul play. The goat is clean, um, and he's he's just recovering now. Yep. Best. Ca- I mean, that's the best case scenario to come out of there that he's a alive, and then you know b. Um, on the road to recovery and then see that, you know, there was nothing else to really um, to consider in that terrible incident. Um, but that does lead us into the WGC this week. We already discussed our picks. Um, for just a quick reminder, uh, who'd you have in terms of your top tens? All right. So uh, I had Fleetwood, Hideke, Sanjay M, and Victor Perez. And so of those guys, Fleetwood did not play very well either day. Mm-hmm. Um, no cut, so everyone's kind of still got a chance, so to speak. Um, Hideke played pretty well, which I'm glad I was on that. I knew Dude, he, he was going to be... He was like even yesterday. He went, he he went, went really low He today. went low today, um, and he put one in the water going down the stretch, I think, on the last hole today, too. So he should have been even lower, but I had a hunch on that. Sanjay M had a bad day today. Uh, same with Perez. They went out early yesterday and shot well, and then they think they were both plus two, plus one today. So they're they're in striking distance. I would I'll be surprised if M doesn't finish uh, up in that top ten. He's he's the Florida machine. So um, and then your your picks were looking solid as well. Yeah, yeah. I have to say it looked like. Um I mean, I'm in the DraftKings, obviously, and yesterday started off exactly how the other DraftKings uh, lineups that I've set have, which is me in second to last or last place going into a Friday. Um, and so I did notice today that a lot of guys who did well yesterday didn't necessarily do that well today. Yeah, like, there yeah. was a big like shift back to the mi- to the middle. So there's a lot of people, you know, right and around striking distance for this tournament right now. And I end up le- I'm leading the DraftKings with this lineup. It, it seems like the morning crews are uh, playing a little bit better yeah. from, from both days. I, I, I didn't know that, but yeah, that's that's definitely got to be something because, um, you know, I had Hovland, uh, Harris English, and Answer yesterday who didn't he, they didn't play very well at all. And then in terms of, you know, if you're trying to win a DraftKings. But then today they all played really well. Um, you know, Rose didn't hurt me. 
I had Finau, Hovland, Homa, Rose, uh, Harris English, and Abraham Answer for my DraftKings. And, um, you know, at the top of the leaderboard right now, Answer had a big day today. Mm -hmm. um, English uh, had a great bounce back at three under, improved his round by nine strokes. Um, more the same from Homa and Rose, but Hovland and Finau both went low today. And Hovland on 18, I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I saw it. It was an epic blow up. Four. He, he had a, a, a quad there and losing four strokes um, really, really hurt me there on the last I mean, last yeah, hole. but he's still in striking distance. Um, Definitely. I, I said this to you earlier while we weren't recording. I, I've seen more quad bogeys in watching this tournament than I think I've seen in any PGA event, really, like I've ever watched. Um, you you got to think. I mean, and I and I heard it leading up to the tournament where you know this, this course you can actually take some you know sh some gambles and and go low, but it seems like there's some spots here that if you miss, like you're hosed, like completely hosed. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all it by some of the best. It looks like some like grade A, you know, kind of all little turtle shell greens that you're hitting up onto. I feel like every other golfer on the coverage is doing a chip from nearby a drain. Yeah. Up, up to the green, right? Um, and I've seen a lot of them go terribly wrong, um, roll right over. So yeah, it's 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 a cool course. I've enjoyed watching it. Um, and then if you look at the score, and this thing's wide open, you you got guys that the low round of the day, I believe, is Morikawa at eight under, but six under, six under for Brooks, Horschel mm -hmm. five under. So there's a lot of Justin Thomas, what Bryson eight under. So there's. Birdies to be had out there, um, and with a WGC field like this, I think we're in for some pretty entertaining golf over the weekend. Yeah, it's uh, it's been great watching them uh, in terms of some of the best best in the game having quads out there, you know, playing like one of us, um, like really struggling. Hovland at 18. <laughs> dude, dude, I mean, that was just, uh, yeah, any amateur golfer can feel for that. When he hit, when he hit so I missed the first... I guess he bladed it out of the bunker. So he hit out of a fairway bunker, and it just shot off on him. By right? the it was he was by those cables and in the in and so it went. It, he hit out of a fairway bunker. That thing just nuked over and went into those those cables and yeah. all that. So he chips and, out of that and it goes into the bunker. And then he went into the greenside bunker with that terrible lie uh, on the back end of it, and then he chipped it back to the same. He was he was. He was it looked like over, he was in his but he was he, no. He it went a little bit towards the, the, but it was like the same cables. Yeah, I think the uh, I I was I was on the phone, but I had it on on my uh, on my TV, so I, I didn't have the sound on. I felt like what I was the, the official just was like, hey, dude, like because he was trying to find that ball yeah. and hit it out of that shit the second time. I feel like the official was like, hey, just just take a drop here, huh? Yeah, yeah, like, I heard him say that. Wait, yeah. wait, and then a shot after that, it got up on the, this, this, that little turtle yep. top green and rolled back down, and then he almost jarred the uh, <laughs> the chip after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was rough. But like a lot of people are doing that. I mean, I feel like every everybody out there except for a handful of the leaders haven't had that blow up hole which means i think that some it's, it's coming yeah you know, it's got to be coming yeah no i um like i said i think we're in for a fun little ride here uh tomorrow and and moving into sunday um and just to touch on my top tens this week uh i had hovland at plus 225 um rose at plus 500 and kisner at uh, plus 825 
And so Hovland was looking like a sweet bet there mm-hmm. until 18. Rose, you know, took a gamble on it. Haven't heard much from him this year. I just feel like he always, you know, comes and play and plays well. He doesn't necessarily always play bad at plus 500, good value. And then Kisner at plus 825. And I, I saw, I forget what show I was watching, but they were they were playing this course. They were going over concession. They were saying, put, like, people who can putt really well. And I saw Kiz, yep. and I know that he's won a WG, uh, WGC before. Granted, it was match play. But, uh, yeah, we know, we, no, we know he that was rock. He was on my list of guys that I was going to pick. Um, I always kind of narrow down to, like, seven or eight and then, go to my four out of that, but he was on there. Um, no. And, and for the top tens, it should be fun. Like I said, I mean, I would like to be, have some better situations, but I think the way this course is playing and you look at the scores over the past couple of days, um, you're, you're, you know, a round away from, from being up in there, especially when, you know, top 10, obviously winning this thing, um, is going to be a challenge. Yeah. I, I, again, you get Brooks Kepka out there up on top with a lead, uh, he's playing really well right now. I mean, I regret not betting him every time. It's, yeah, it looks, seems like he's glad to be home in Florida. He's getting better and better. Hanging out with stronger, his dog, like he was saying. Crushing Michelobes. <laughs> Look out, world. <laughs> um, what do you think? Do you think he has a chance at the Masters if he keeps playing? This Absolutely. Well? Yeah. Can't. Can't. He can't not. Right. Right. I mean, uh, I. I I mean, he he's uh, you know, he, he so close to almost having like you know, such a dominant run there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean he went he wins a green jacket and like he enters a different stratosphere of you know golf lore, golf history. Yeah, like and he was right in that mix of uh, people that kind of beefed it and screwed up and Tiger's Masters victory. Mm-hmm. It all should have been there. So yeah. I think uh, it's interesting too because of all like the major superstars, you can kind of you kind of saw them coming, and he I feel like he came out of nowhere. Like, hey, I, he's awesome. I know. I, I know. There's people. He's kind of a love or hate dude. I I love him. No, uh, me too. <laughs> me too. I honestly think though, like like he kind of came out of nowhere. At least for me, like I don't remember him being like you know a somebody. Yeah, he when didn't he really like win. I, I think he won maybe like one small tourney, right? And mm-hmm. then he kind of just exploded into these these majors. Um, Nah, I, I, I love him. Yeah, it's too. funny. I, I think, think he's like, great for golf. My I, mom can't stand him. Uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I think he's great. Uh, and I would be surprised if he doesn't finish this out. Just Right. He's played, he plays solid both days. It's not like he went out and had like a crazy good round one of these days. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's kind of why I'm, I'm sticking by that statement. Uh, no offense to our Sam Burns, who played well last week, but it's not <laughs> Sam Burns leading the Genesis on Friday night like we were talking about last week, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> right on. Um, yeah, so we also, speaking of uh, recent rounds, we had a recent round at, at the Presidio. Um, with a certified uh, stick in Dylan Smith of Dylan uh, Dylan Smith Golf, it was really fun to play a difficult cor- course for us and watch a guy go out there and play pretty well. Um, you know, just messing around and having a good time. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It's cool. Uh, man, he hits the snot out of the ball. Yeah. Uh, Getting his input on certain shots. Input on shots. And yeah. Like you said, he 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 played very well. Like you know, out there, that was 
I, I didn't realize it until like I texted you this week when I was cleaning my clubs. But man, it was muddy out it was, there. It was it muddy. was it was muddy and spongy. My clubs were so dirty, yeah. dear God. Uh, and and like we all hit some chunk specials, mud chunk specials. Uh, but man, he was just making incredible contact all the time, which you would expect from a teacher and and um, a pro. But yep. but but it was fun to watch uh, as 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 a measly I think around the greens, amateur. Greens and reading putts out there was really was really uh, what stuck out to me. Yeah, he likes to play low low chip shots and stuff, and it, yeah, yeah, that was also very fun to watch him. How do you think you 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 played? Um, I thought I played decent. Uh, I went. I I thought I played. I started out well. Part the first hole, part one and eighteen, and then it was just a slew of consistent bogeys uh, through there. But I thought I played well off the tee. I only hit really one terrible tee shot that I lost and that was uh I think nine I pulled into the range but everything else I, I knew I wasn't hitting the ball incredibly well off the tee but I wasn't losing you know I wasn't putting my hindering myself I mean I was in that I, w- I was kind of leaving some spin on it and, and leaving myself long irons in and that course is kind of a bitch going uphill yeah. with long irons so but no I, I was pleased with with how I played. I didn't really expect to play that well. Still, given all the uh, you know kind of implements and swing changes we're both working on, right. um, but I was happy. I, and and then I looked back at my card. I gave a ton of shots away. Uh, with I need to go. I need to go get a my fifty a fifty six or a fifty four. I need to you get that a middle huge wedge gap in your wedges. I need to get that fixed um, because I was out there and I was just my sixty was killing me trying to chip with that and then I kind of you know once you hit a few bad greenside shots I actually chipped one in with my sixty but it wasn't a good <laughs> shot um, so you know it, it was I need to get that taken care of it's amazing that I don't I don't think of myself as like a short game wizard but right. I'm not it doesn't hinder my game and mm-hmm. and I don't really notice that until it does um and and I did that multiple times so no I thought overall I played well it's not an easy course and and uh looking back on it is it is pretty pretty damn wet out there so right. um yeah and and is for for you I thought you played well I was surprised when you told me your score when I asked you I I, I you you struck the ball well um, yeah. and I'll let you elaborate more on your round well, yeah, I um I played pretty well with my irons. It was off the tee on the back that really got me. I played pretty well in the front. Um, again, for whatever reason, uh, I was losing a lot of balls right, and then I hit into the trees off of uh, I think it was seventeen, <laughs> uh, and just I couldn't really let my approach shots shine. I felt like I did really well in the par threes, which is uh, odd for me. I think the only Par three, I didn't do par on was, uh, what is it? Eight? I think, no, I think it's, okay, it's 13 on the back. And I hit a seven on Oh, it. yeah, that's the one you went over. I went over. But all the all the other ones. No, I, that I one the on the front destroyed us all. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> let's see. Going into the general store. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. <laughs> How could I forget that one? Oh, my God. <laughs> I even called that. I even called that one. I was like, that oh, one this destroyed. Is... That one destroyed all of us. Even Dylan didn't score too well on that no, hole. I uh, still managed a bogey though because I drained a long. That's the only long putt I drained for the day, and it was a save a bogey. Yeah, I got out of there with a. Uh, I got. A, I got a double actually. I hit over on that one too. You did. So like, and so that was. Those were two good shots. I just hit them so well that I thought that it was gonna be. 
I, I didn't yeah, I, I hit into that bunker and I hit a good sand shot. It went right over the stick out of that bunker. I just uh, caught it too clean, and then I did not leave myself in a desirable position coming yep. back. So, um, <laughs> what are you gonna do? That hole, that hole is like one of those holes. That's the hole I think about the night before when I know I'm going to play Presidio. Yeah, that hole's a bastard. Yeah, because Presidio is not long. I mean, it's 6,400 yards, you know? Yeah, it's just super, I think that's deceiving, though. It with, is, because you hit all your second shots in the green. Uh, uphill. Uphill. It's uphill. You're right on the San Francisco coast, on the on the Bay Coast, mm-hmm. so the the air is generally thicker. Ball doesn't fly as much. It's very narrow. and Narrow. Even, even when you don't have a fairway. So you might have two holes running next to each other, but if it goes into the other hole, it's like 30 feet uh, downhill so like you don't get any benefit yeah. if you miss like that just because you're not in the trees a lot of and then, uh, and then there's plenty of trees and plenty, plenty of trees of plenty of sand a lot of up uh, above and beneath your feet shots mm-hmm. too so i really like the sand out there or their bunkers because they're super rugged like they don't like uh they let the the rough grow really long around yeah it's fescue the yeah. around them yep um it's uh it's like a double penalty because even if you miss you know you'd almost rather be in the be bunk. in the sand yeah. than on that in some of that fescue yep um a hundred percent yeah <laughs> i've been in that if you, if you find your ball you're lucky um otherwise you better just hope you're in the sand and that sand out there is super soft i lost a ball in the sand because it just plugged in the sand oh so that's right i remember that yeah i think that was on 17 that uphill yeah going into that bunker yeah Mm -hmm. we both saw it yeah man everything it's kind of in that sense it reminds you almost like spyglass it's just all uphill especially the back nine right um no i i I, like i said i didn't expect to go out there and tear it up i thought i would have played a little better but um my biggest takeaway is i need to go get my ass to get a a middle wedge in between there yeah you can't you Um, have to have your full complement of wedges when you're playing that course for sure it's just of course i have always then you know i don't have like i love that for like 85 95 yards and it's just like you forget that you don't have it and you played it like that's the distance that i play to a lot and then i don't have it i'm like ah shit now i gotta try to (laughs) flight down the club above it or get all out of my 60 and just it's not a good not fun yep what do you think your favorite hole is out there um I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's uh, the second hole. I, I put two down. Um, I'll go with hole two because it, it, typically I score a little bit better on it. Um, hole twelve is a cool hole, but it's hard. So hole two is a shorter par four, par five rather. Um, but again, it's we're kind of like it's a it's the classic Presidio, right? Yardage wise, you look at it and it definitely plays short, um, but. How it sets up, you know, you got to absolutely bomb a tee shot to get right. over that hill to really get yourself there in two. Otherwise, you've got a blind uphill shot um, to get you there in two. Right. And if you know that, and then that to a green that's surrounded by bunkers. Yeah. So it's uh, if really it's cool because it just forces how you want to play that that hole. Um, it really and, makes and, you play it short on the second shot. Like yeah. You really have to hit a great second shot to have any chance at eagle or better. Um, I always find myself hitting like way, if my tee shot isn't that great, I always just lay up big time. Um, because if you even try to go for the green, like you said, it's just completely surrounded by bunkers. Like the entryway is probably like three or four. Paces oh yeah. The and then it fall and you can't go long because it yeah. falls off the, right off the back. That's so, right. um, 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool hole, and um, like like I said, it kind of gives you the feel of the course if you've never played there. Hopefully, we gave you a cool kind of visual where where it's it's the length isn't when you see it off the scorecard, it doesn't pop. But again, right. it's tricky. It's all uphill and kind of that's how Presidio is. Yep. Second shot is uphill, and then you said the number twelve was also. Yeah, number 12 is a long par 4 that goes downhill there. Um, I, I want to say it's like 450. What, what do you got? You got the scorecard there. Yeah, it's 442 from the whites, 453 from the, the tips. So it goes, your tee shot goes downhill. Uh, you got some bunkers. And then pending where you hit that tee shot, you're going back uphill. Um Oh no no no! You're going downhill still. No. The, oh no! You're going. You're right. You're right. You're it's going uphill. back uphill. And it's oh, like you know why I like that that hole because when we were there that one time we saw Ken, Ken Griffey there. Yeah, Ken Griffey. Ken, Ken Griffey <laughs> fucked that hole up. Uh, he's a left hander, and uh, he was a few groups in front of us, and I could see him from one an, an adjacent hole. And then I got up there and I played it just as big of a dickhead as Ken Griffey Jr. did. We both sliced drives off, lefties just all left out there. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was hilarious. I watched him. I watched him chunk a couple of shots going up to that green. Um, yeah, I like I like number two. That's the very first time I ever eagled a hole was on that on that par five. Great vibes. Got super lucky. I hit a three iron that ran through that tiny little entryway that we were just talking about. And it ended up being like six feet away. That's a hell of a I, shot. The, I was playing with these two, uh, a, a father and a daughter. And they were both up there. And they were like, that was a great shot. It ran right right between the bunkers. I thought I hit it into a bunker for sure. Because if you don't hit it right where you're aiming, it's probably in a bunker. Um, but I would have to say my favorite hole out there is number four, that short little par three. Just because it's really fun to hit an elevated you know, downhill into a short with a short club it kind of looks like pebble in terms of the size of the yeah green. yeah yeah that's a very um, cool hole yeah it's very very fun shot a lot of bunkers um, fescue bunkers. even that fescue surrounds the bunkers. bunkers if you're short is you're dead if you hit short there it's, that's a terrible shot that's like an 80 yard shot i hit an incredible shot to give myself even a chance there yeah. i was riding in those that fescue yeah that was that was crazy um um, what would you say then, you know, we love Presidio. Presidio is a great course. Um, it's the closest one to us. It's got, um, you know, great value out here. Very popular. Would you say that's your favorite barrier course or would you say, well, what would it be? What would be your favorite um, barrier course? Presidio is my favorite city course. I, I'm going to, if I'm going to pick my favorite barrier course, I'm going to pick a course that I play well at. Um, and so for me, that would be over to the East Bay in Alameda at Corica Park. Mm. And we've never played the other one of the courses there. So I'm very excited for the, the North course. or the South course. to No, no. So the, the North course is the one that's about to open. Well, well I'm not very excited for that to open yeah. whenever it does. Um, but Corica South, that's... Um, I got I got to say something real quick about Corica. You guys make it so fucking hard to get tea times. You should be ashamed of yourself. That that's the asterisk on here is as uh, as it being a favorite course. It's damn near impossible for the common man to get on there. I uh, they have a founders club out there and they get all the tea times. Uh, you know more than the average person. They get like two weeks out or something, and they don't. They barely mention that on their website. So if you want to play before like ten o'clock on any day of the week, um, you can. You know what? yourself 
And uh, it's cool, you know, it's a, it's a really good course. It's got great practice facilities, um, but it's, so, it's just so incredibly hard. I mean, they've told me to, to, to log on at 6 a.m. My, my hopes is when before. the other course opens, that will um, yeah. alleviate some of the issues. The new, the, so the, the one that's about to open up the North Course is supposed to be incredibly hard. Like, it's supposed to be like narrow fairways with super long rough, not like the South Course, which is super fun to play. South I love Course places. is fun, it's forgiving, so fun. It's, yeah. it's short, you can lengthen it out. It's it, like it, pristine. Like, everything is like up, is kept really well. The tee boxes greens are, all are great. flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool link style course. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And uh, so I'll give again. I said if I'm going to pick a Bay Area course, I'm probably I've played. Those are my. I think I have my lowest two rounds are out there. So um, good vibes. Uh, my my number two is probably Presidio is probably number two. It's my favorite course in the city. Um, and then got on my list. Got to give him a shout out. If you know you're just picking a dog track on the best course in the Bay Area, <laughs> Sharp Park, baby, Pacifica. Yeah, that course is always fun. That's one that that one's really fun to have like a six pack go out there. Yeah, even if you don't finish eighteen, right? Um, yeah, just kind of chill. Uh, what about yourself? What do you got for me? Um, well, my number one in the Bay Area is not a surprise. I think uh, Harding Park is my favorite, just because it's obviously well kept. It's challenging, um, and it plays so differently depending on the weather. Um, I've always liked that. Uh. With that said, I've only played that course probably a handful of times. I wish I played it a lot more. Uh, but my second would be it would be Corica, but <laughs> it would be it would be Corica, and I, you guys know how I feel about that. So I'll, I'll just keep moving along. But honorable, honorable mention, um, I think, has to be Presidio, just because it's you know it's in the middle of the city. It's it's great rates. Um, it's got a restaurant and practice area and yeah, stuff like I that. Yeah, I like the track, and I, I rarely do I put the only time I've ever played well there is at the Runkle. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> it, it, it's a challenging course. That's kind of why I like it. It makes me keep my my cool. Um, and 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 so someday I'm gonna go back there and, and really cut a rug and tear that thing up. But yeah, um, yeah it's a it's beautiful a, spot. Yeah, I have to say the same. Um, are you playing this week at all? I'm going to get a round in on a Sunday going home to Santa Cruz. So I will uh, get me a round at Seascape or Seascape. Seascape. So go put some fun house greens. Um, it's either that or five hour round. They're daily. Yeah. No, we're, we're going out early. Uh, I want to say we got like seven or something at Seascape. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, man, I know that course really well. Uh, I'd like to think I can go play, play well there. I'm going to, uh, well, we'll I'll fill you in on that next week. We'll see. For I got sure. a couple holes in my mind that I'm going to try to actually play a little bit different than I've traditionally played them. So um, right that's on. when you know a course has got mentally is in your head when or a hole is mentally in your head. Yeah, you think fucking two <laughs> you weeks ahead how you're going to play it. You gotta love that. Though. That's what makes it fun. Um, well, yeah. Let me know how that goes next week. And, and uh, you got yourself around. Yeah, I'm playing Elkhorn uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. I never played there. I don't know much about it. I know you and the boys play there a lot. Yeah, I um, think you'll like it. I think you'll play well there. Um, I'm curious to know what you what you think about it, and then keep track. Be on the lookout for driver off the deck, 
No second shot is oh, safe yeah, yes. with, uh, with Mr. Kyle Kenyon out there. I'm going to post every time he does. <laughs> I'll post every time he does on, on uh, our Instagram account. Awesome. All right, man. I'll see you next week. All right, buddy. Peace. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Parts Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week as we discuss the results from this week's picks, the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill, and more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyPartsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like our course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit them straight.